be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumble in Reality. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Ramsey, and the other guy over there, around there, is Travis. Yeah, that's right. On there. I'm cool with that. Over there. Uh, so, Travis, we took a little hiatus last week. I think you were on vacation somewhere in Tahiti, right? Yes, indeed. Yep, I did. I went to go visit my dad for the weekend, and typically when people can go visit, yeah, it's it was a little bit of a getaway, but... My dad has very, 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 very bad cell reception out in the boondock country. So uh, I basically had no cell service last week. So it just wasn't going to pan out that last week. It's all good, bruh. So what's been going on in wrestling? Um, I don't know. I've been getting, <laughs> I've been getting too bored to really know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been watching. It's just I just don't feel like we are seeing anything important going on. Nothing that is relevant. I mean, can you name one thing that's really stood out to you in the last two weeks? Besides the Ronda Rousey Nia Jax thing, which is completely stupid. What What is that? What is that? What's the point of throwing that together so quick? You know the. I get, I get why they're doing that, but in the same sentence, why? it's more. Well, why do you think they're doing that so quick? Well, because Ronda Rousey uh, is still an attraction, you know. Despite despite her UFC career coming to a sudden halt and her two losses uh, in that, the UFC, the actual fight, she's on the Brock Lesnar level. You know what I mean? She's she's a draw. She really is. Um, the name itself brings notoriety to the WWE. So you want as much attention on that as you possibly can because that's just going to bring more eyes to the WWE product. And that's essentially why they're running with this. Um, And I do not think by any stretch of the imagination that it's necessarily the right thing to do right now. But what I can tell you is it's not going to... I would not be surprised if they do make her the champion at Money in the Bank. As a matter of fact, I don't see how they can't not make her the champion at Money in the Bank. You think now. so? That that quick? Yeah, I, I really do think it'll be that quick. The thing about it, and apparently also though, she's actually gained a great reputation backstage. Like I, I uh, heard that too. She she's apparently extremely nice. Um, she's willing to listen. Like she she doesn't come in with a big head. She knows that this is this is new for her. Um, but she's respected this, and that's and that's the key is that she actually loves professional wrestling. Yeah. She respects she respects this business, so she knows that in order to be successful, you're gonna have to don't, listen because this is not her first kinda, career. Don't choice. you think they're kind of making her like they're kind of almost feeling like a Brock Lesnar the way that's what kinda, I said. But nobody nobody wants that from her. <laughs> well, here's the thing though: it's while she's being treated almost on the same lines as a Brock Lesnar. It's, it's different because unlike Brock Lesnar, while, yes, it seems like to a degree Ronda Rousey is working a part-time-like schedule, at least for the moment. Um, She's there more Ronda, than Lesnar for sure. Right. What, but match-wise, we have only seen her wrestle in one match. You know, That's part of this buildup is that it's the first singles match for Ronda Rousey. I mean, that's crazy. The, 
It is. The thing with this, though, that's different from Brock is I don't I don't really think Brock has a passion for professional wrestling. And he just sees it as a... that, honestly. Yeah, especially, especially over the last few years. This is just easy money for him, you know? Yeah. Um, not to say that he's that he's lazy or that he uh, that he hasn't really put on some good matches. I mean, he's done good matches himself, and yes, at times he has been lazy. <laughs> Dean Ambrose in WrestleMania. Um, oh my God, yeah, and that really hurt Dean Ambrose, honestly, because even if it was Brock Lesnar's fault, really, it makes them both look bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but nonetheless, going back to Rousey. Um, the thing with her is that she she does have this passion. So, she, like I said, she's willing to learn. So when you have somebody that actually does appreciate the sport and does appreciate the craft, they're going to actually be worth more of your time, and they're going to be more susceptible to being a success, especially coming from the quote-unquote the real fight world into the WWE world. So that's only, gonna, that, that's only a benefit to her. And like I said, she's still a draw. So you put her on the card, you're guaranteed to get publicity and notoriety. Right? Yeah. So my next question, Travis, would be, is it already the time she should have the title? Should she have the WWE Raw Women's title already? Uh, you know, if... No, yeah, yeah. I, that's not a decision that's, up for, that's for me to say. I mean, what um, do you think? I mean, if, if WWE gives it to her already... It doesn't look like she struggled to struggle to get it at all. I mean, I feel like it's a better story when somebody has to keep fighting for the title, not win it in her first match. Yes, she will look really dominant, but right. I mean, I don't and know. And that's and that's kind of that's kind of the angle that I'm hoping to, that they'll play is that you know somehow it, it. But here's WWE's kind of backed themselves into a corner here because the whole Nia Jax match. If Ronda Rousey loses, then you've automatically killed the mystique of Ronda Rousey by True. making her lose in her first singles match for the title. So but they're probably now, gonna, they can make Natty churn. There could be a lot of things. Well, but the thing is, then how do you how do you get out of this though? Because either either Ronda loses, which in that case, like I said, if she loses, you've already killed the mystique and aura around her. You've killed your big box office attraction with her losing her first match, which eventually we know she will lose. But the first one out of the gate, uh, first singles match, we should say, out of the gate. I don't see that happening. And then on the other side, you've backed yourself into the corner of, well, now do you really even have any other option but to put the title on her because you put yourself in this situation? (laughs) It's... It's a. It's, and you know it's a they've been trying to make Nia Jax look so dominant. It makes it. I mean, almost makes. It's going to make Nia Jax look bad if it's a clean win. Well, and he, and you know what else makes this whole thing worse too? And I, and I know I'm I might catch some slack for this, but I don't think I will because I think some some people in the majority kind of feel the same way. I'm not impressed with Nia Jax in the ring at no, all. It's just not. I mean, I know this is a hot topic on the Rumbling Rumors Twitter, or actually at. On my Twitter, WWE Ramsey, about about a couple weeks ago, I said, "Does not you know?" I just asked, you know, do you guys think Nia Jax's injury prone or um, she hurts other people, like in the ring? And I mean, is she story, stiff? Is she too stiff? Is she too stiff? And the the story of the tape tells it. I mean, there's so many times she's been in a match with people and she has actually injured them. And I'm not sure. Or botched a spot. Botched a spot or whatever it is. And I'm just like, for somebody to hold the title and be injuring that many women so far it's kind of weird i mean it's kind of like uh it doesn't seem like she has the, all the pieces for her arsenal to be the champion already too speaking of nia jack so 
don't know. Well, and I and I just don't think. And again, maybe I'm in the maybe I'm in the 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 minority feeling this way. But what is her character? She's just a she's a big girl who got teased and now as champion. That's it. That's all you're gonna run with. Like, what makes her what makes her important? Like. That's the thing that we've all said as wrestling fans. You have to do something that makes us want to like you, that makes us feel important. I get it. You're you're against the anti-bullying thing. And look, I'm a big girl who made it in what's relatively a small fit girls yeah. game. But, okay, we've seen this story played out before. We don't need to see it again. And honestly, you're not doing it better than the other people that have done it before you. There's nothing really charismatic about her that draws me to her. There's nothing in her in-ring work that makes me be like, wow, she's special. There's, there's not really anything, in my opinion, that makes her stand out other than that she's a big gal who can somewhat move, but she just also happens to be related to The Rock. <laughs> yeah, how funny. Unless I'm just, the other person related to The Rock who also has going to go for the title or is probably going to get the title it, sooner or later, Reigns. Right, right. Something's there. Something's connecting those things. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think WWE right now is in such – I don't want to call it a transition because they're not in a transition, but they definitely are in a funk. Like yeah. it's – it's been it's been hard and it's been such a struggle to actually watch the product and be entertained by the product. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way or not, but I mean, when I fell asleep through Raw last week, I kind of felt like that's a bad sign right there. I mean, I just don't know where we get where. I mean. To me, it's not even that exciting. Personally, the match may be good. I mean, we we didn't expect much from the WrestleMania match, but it's like I don't know. I mean, every when you look at the landscape of both Raw and SmackDown right now, let's let's just kind of go over a couple things real quickly here. We've got Finn Balor, who is an absolute awesome wrestler, who basically in Vince McMahon's eyes is nothing. Is, is literally not, not interesting whatsoever unless he's doing the Demon King gimmick, which Finn doesn't want to do that all the time because he thinks it's a special he's gimmick. He's not even and doing it, it anymore. Special times. It's the last time we saw it was TLC back in October. And you I'm not trying to be mean, but that's the Columbia. one thing I've really found exciting about him. Now, I mean, now I'm kind of like slowly because I love Balor and I love his uh, in-ring ability, but it's yeah, just but, like his personality yeah. is becoming dull. Well, and because there is no character there. They don't give him anything. And... To me, right now, Nakamura is doing what Finn Balor should have done. Balor should be a heel now because I think, honestly, we would be more enthralled with a heel Balor right now than anything. Because right now, what do we get? A guy that comes out smiling all the time, all the time. And what, what's interesting about that, you know? And he's never gotten his universal title rematch, for one. Um and then, let's see, from Finn Balor, let's move over to the returning Bobby Lashley, who is thrown in this ridiculous story of bringing his sisters onto Raw with Sami Zayn. Seriously? A legit athlete like Bobby Lashley? You should already be throwing him into the ring with likes of Braun Strowman. Hell, you can put him in the ring with Brock Lesnar right freaking now, and people would buy into that right there. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, two dudes who have notable MMA careers. Yeah, Brock Lesnar won the UFC title, and Bobby Lashley didn't win a Bellator title, but they still were dominant both in uh, mixed martial arts. 
and you have two legit big dudes that know that they could kill one another if they wanted to. You can't tell me that that doesn't print much. It does. And I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up because it's going to bring this up today too. I mean, I wanted, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Bobby Lashley coming back, but it's like, what? what's the point of Bobby Lashley coming back? <laughs> Yeah, I like. What if and, they? And, and they I have, was. They have absolutely kind of like they did with uh, kind of like they did with Shelton Benjamin. They've absolutely made him a mid card. I know, and and they did it so quickly too. So quickly, it's crazy. And it's it's such a disappointment because Lashley has done so well away from WWE. He was, I mean, he was TNA's heel for a while. You yeah. know, he was a dominant champion, and he had a good gimmick. He played into the gimmick. Um, his in ring work improved tenfold being away from WWE. Character work was great. He was a legit guy. He had the legit athlete persona like what a Brock Lesnar has. And now you're making him a laughing stock with Sami Zayn. And it's I'm no offense to Sami Zayn because he's put in the same position as Lashley is and Zayn should be treated better too. But they're throwing him in stupid stuff. And then over on SmackDown, we've got Nakamura and Styles, which was supposed to be an amazing match that, let's face it, and I'm the first to say it, was um, did not live up to any hype for the WrestleMania match that we thought it would. Now, you know, fast forward, Greatest Royal Rumble, same story there. Backlash had a dumbass ending. And it's kind of like they took this rivalry that had so much going behind it, and they've turned it into complete shit. Yeah. Like... It's not interesting anymore, like, at all. And I hate saying that because I was the biggest person waiting for Nakamura and Styles, and it's completely and utter dog shit now. I know, I really... And I hate that. And, you know, and quite frankly, at this point, the only thing that could... Like, SmackDown, to me, still has the better chance of becoming a big show. You know, because they don't have as many stars. They have a lot more guys that you can pinpoint and focus on and be like, hey, let's focus on this guy. Samoa Joe, if he's not WWE champion by the end of this year, it's a freaking crime. That dude has put on so many good matches and promo work. Yeah, his match with Reigns was not great at all. Um, It had a couple good spots, but it wasn't good. But, man, if his promo work has not been on point since he's been back, it's Joe needs to be champion by the end of this year. No question about it. I think so, too. I think think Joe definitely is it. I'm a huge Samoa Joe fan. Absolutely. I look forward to this match with Daniel Bryan and him next week. And that's another thing with SmackDown. SmackDown has thrown bigger, in my opinion, bigger matches on free TV than what Raw has. We saw yeah. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. We get Joe versus Daniel Bryan next week. Is, I mean, man, I know, I know, I know. People on Twitter got mad at me too, saying you can't push everybody. You can't. You're, this is a whole story. They're building Daniel Bryan up, but it's like they're they're making somebody who obviously is one of the top guys in like last ten years feel like a mid card to me personally. I just feel like Daniel Bryan is. Lost in the shuffle. And how do you make somebody who gets the most chance lost in the shuffle? That's how I feel. I mean, with Big Cass being injured, I think it was a saving grace for Daniel Bryan because he deserves to be he deserves to be top dog. Whether it's Rusev and Daniel Bryan in a feud for the title, whatever it is. But I think I think AJ has had his term. 
I love AJ Styles, but I think he's kind of had his term as champion. I think I think so too. To, I think they either need to make Rusev or Daniel Bryan champion champion, and then have them feud for a while. Because those are the top two guys. It's like you having a Rock, a Stone Cold, and Triple H, and you don't use any you don't use any of them in the main card. You just use uh, I don't know. You just use freaking Billy Gunn, somebody who's obviously fan popular back in the day, but he doesn't deserve to be champion. Right, and and you know to that to that point there. Rusev and Daniel Bryan are your two most over acts. Well, I'm sorry, and I'll throw AJ in there too. Um, you've got those three acts over on SmackDown that are uh, solidified as being main event talents. Rusev, I do, I'm like most people and believe that he does deserve better at this point. Um, I think honestly he should be in the United States title picture for something, the moment. Something. Yeah, and the reason I say the U.S. title picture is because he's got a gimmick that's over right now. But do I think that he's he's back to that main event quality just yet? No, not yet. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to get there. But he does need to be in some sort of notable feud at this point in time, and WWE refuses to do that. So then we go to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, who I said it on this very podcast, that the big cast angle was only going to be temporary, and I would love for it to build – up to a match with Miz and Daniel Bryan where Cass was playing Miz's lackey, you know, for a little while. I totally could have seen that working out. Obviously, that's not where things are going to go. But for me, personally, the only thing right now that I think could actually be great for SmackDown is make Miz WWE Champion right now. Like, to me, I'm not going to really hate on Nakamura um, I do feel like he will be champion at Money in the too. Bank. I think Nakamura is also on a high right now too. I do too. I think Nakamura is going to be a champion. I think he's going to be a good, uh, he's going to be a decent heel champion. I don't think his title reign is going to last long. But my thing is, is right now, unless they are intentionally saving this for WrestleMania next year, there is nobody else uh, heel wise on SmackDown outside of Joe that deserves to be WWE champion more than The Miz. The Miz has given so much, and that match with Rollins back at Backlash, dude, that to me was probably Miz's best match that I've ever seen, period. He and Rollins were on point in that entire match, and honestly, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz is a main event match, and I do believe it's also a WWE title-worthy match as well. Have Miz walk in as champion. Daniel Bryan gets over on the Miz and walks out as WWE champion. Yeah. The story is freaking gold, and you can date it all the way back to the very first incarnation of NXT from 2010. This yeah. rivalry has been homegrown, built by WWE with an indie darling and one guy that they have molded into one of their stars. You cannot tell me. That especially after the heat from the Talking Smack uh, promo that started this whole thing where nobody thought there would be a payoff for it, you cannot tell me that people would not pay for Daniel Bryan versus The Miz to main event a show for the title. And I think they got to build it up correctly. I think so too. And like I said, if they save it for Mania, I'm not going to really be a hater on that too much. But if they don't do it, period, then WWE is is showing once again that they they just love missing golden opportunities. I mean, and, I've said it before many times on Twitter. I just think I don't know. I think um, 
the creative and Vince have a certain direction and they don't really care what fans want sometimes. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, they, and they, they, and they, they don't. With their guns and with this whole Fox thing, SmackDown and Fox uh, deal, we know SmackDown's going to become one of is going to be definitely on top. I just feel like personally they're going to really put more cards in SmackDown and add more time into SmackDown when Raw has already been suffering. So. That's true. Raw has been suffering. And do you remember a time when Raw was like you're just so ready for Raw? You're just like, yeah, today's Monday. You know, it's the fir- it's the first of the you know, it's Monday, Monday sucks, but like I have something to look forward to the first of the week. Now it's kinda yep. like, oh, Raw's on, I guess I'll watch that. That's how I feel sometimes. I agree. That's exactly that's how I felt the last two weeks. I know, and I don't like that feeling. It's like they're doing something wrong when two lifelong fans are saying this. I agree. Yeah. It's, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna hear me say much of anything different. Um. So, what is next on the plate? Anything else? In the, let's see. I mean, let's. What's up? What, what's up with this whole gender and Roman Reigns thing? What is uh, this? It's, a, it's another. It's, this? it's another gonna be failed attempt of trying to get Roman over as a face, because Vince is stupid. I mean, I don't but, know why, why. What's the? What the hell's the point of this? Gosh. Right, it's 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 completely stupid, and it's a waste. You know, it's going to close out the, t- the, the money in the bank too. Oh, more than likely, and that's the sad part about it is that this once again, and if this happens, uh, if this happens, and they close out money in the bank with Gender and Roman, don't be surprised if fans walk out again. I know, and I almost feel like it like creates more controversy, and that's actually what they're trying to do. Like I don't know if they 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 they're thinking maybe more long term. I'm trying to think like I'm trying to think like a business guy or like a marketing guy. Maybe they think all these little fans walking out here and there and people actually writing about it. Hence my side in different places. People have actually been writing about this and talking about this openly. It's been viral many times. People are just walking out during rains and Samoa Joe recently. And I think it's almost going to become a storyline sooner or later. I mean, it's one of those things where I. I if this is their genius plan of eventually being like Roman's going to get sick of this and they're going to have him say something about it and this is their ultimate scheme is to have him come over as being a heel and he's going to use all this to do it, then great. Yeah, great planning and it, and it will work out perfect. Um, you know, the rumor would be for a while that they were going to put Roman Reigns and the Authors of Pain together to have a little yeah. faction, which I think that would be a, actually a good heel faction. Um, to have the the AOP and Reigns together because guess what hey, that that'd be that'd be a good, I, I'm down with that because that'd be a good way for AOP to get some light and make some new stars exactly and guess what they're not doing they're not doing diddly shit right now which is why you haven't seen them on let's WWE not, TV let's please not let's bring up sanity oh my god oh I, I, yeah oh let's not even god. discuss that either they're not doing anything with them I either. was so excited I was like oh, okay cool sanity's coming I I, I love freaking sanity on uh, NXT one of my favorite things to watch is sanity. And I was like, shit. They keep advertising Sanity's coming, which already ruined it. And now they're, what are they doing with him? Nothing. And the thing is, is I just read this week that somebody had asked, or Dave Meltzer reported it in his newsletter, uh, when, when they asked, you know, what's going on with AOP and Sanity? Why haven't they been on TV? WWE writers have nothing for them right now. So, so you bring, don't bring them, leave them on NXT where they were fine. Right. 
Exactly. It's like so you're gonna bring two big uh, big NXT acts up to the main roster just to say, oh well, we don't have anything creatively for them right now, so that's why we're not having them on TV. Well, then why the fuck did you bring them up to begin with? Just put them on some jobber matches. Make let them let them beat up some jobbers. I mean, let's face it, we, we know that that formula works. It worked with Braun Strowman, and Strowman's one of the hottest acts going right now. Yeah, a good point. But maybe not for long if they don't actually pull the trigger on him. I don't know. You we're also at a point, Travis, when there's there's so many bullets. There's so many people. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, there's so many guys. Samoa Joe's, Daniel Bryan's. There's argue, arguably some of the highest tier talent we've had in a very long time. All Oh, not even arguably. Not even arguably, this is the the most talented roster uh, in ring work wise that WWE has ever had. Period. And it's such a waste to see all these guys that are actually so good be whittled down to nothing. I I know each person is not even allotted a certain amount of consistent time to build up anything. Every time they are allotted a certain amount of time, it's like derailed a, a week later when they lose a main match and they don't you don't see them for two weeks on any kind of promos. Well, Rusev is another prime example of that. They stuck this whole Rusev Day gimmick on him, and let's face it, every single one of us, when they did this with Randy Orton last year, this we all thought the same thing. This is the dumbest thing that you could do to this guy. But what happens? He gets the gimmick, and he makes it a freaking success. Like, an unbelievable yeah, success. And what are they doing? So you stuck the guy with a gimmick that you probably really didn't even think was going to get over anyway. You just did, you know, put it on him just to do that, just so that he can have something for his feud with Randy Orton. And now, all of a sudden, it becomes a hot gimmick. So you create the gimmick with the intention of it never to get over, and then when it does get over, you don't think to yourself, oh, crap, this is actually a moneymaker. Let's roll with this. Oh, wait a minute. We're not going to do that. That's just not what was supposed to be in the cards. Huh, sounds oddly familiar to another type of little movement that went on called the Yes Movement yeah. where you got forced. WWE's hand was forced because fans were basically saying, no, fuck you. Like, we don't, we're not buying into Randy Orton versus Batista for WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan should be there. And they made sure, fans made sure WWE heard it. Every single arena that they went into, that we, we're not buying the crap you're selling right now because you're not selling the correct shit. Yep. And it's, it's happening all over again. And, that's, and that sucks for Rusev. But it also sucks for guys, in my opinion, like Drew McIntyre who I do firmly believe Drew McIntyre could be a main event star on Monday Night Raw. Matter of fact, I got chills watching the little stare down between McIntyre and Strowman in yeah. their tag match two yeah. weeks ago. I seriously thought to myself, I was like, here is a guy that is obviously undersized against Braun Strowman like everybody else is, but he has such an aura of badass to him right now that you honestly believe that Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman would be a hell of a fight. Like, it just is that believable. Yep. And that's because of the presence that Drew McIntyre brings. And I feel like he's going to get wasted too. They bring him back just to get wasted again. I know. And that'll be a disappointment because Drew has improved himself tenfold since his first run with WWE. That dude should be a main event player and should be a champion uh, in his tenure because he, he, he looks the part. 
Like, in every way. He looks the part, sounds the part. He is a champion. And he needs to be a champion with this company. I mean, uh, we can go on so many guys. I don't like to make this a show about complaining. Because, sure. You know, because people point that out. I mean, we're super freaking super duper fans. So it's like, we just want the business to get better and stronger. Yeah, the stock's going up. Well, we know the stock's going up, but... And the yeah, they're long, making money off yeah. of your your billion dollar deal with Fox. You know, it's but it's, in the it's long run, money. in the long run game, if slowly people stop tuning in, I mean, I just got a feeling when New Japan really really sinks its uh, toes into the U.S. market, they're gonna have some real true competition. Well, and the thing is, is with New Japan, and this is uh, Dave Meltzer said it before too. The difference between New Japan and WWE is New Japan presents it. So much more like an athletic form of competition. It is not treated like a, a show. You know, it's not treated with a bunch of gimmicks and things like that. Yes, their wrestlers do have gimmicks. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But they treat it with such more of an athletic presence to it that you feel it feels more legit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of acrobatics there with guys like Will Ospreay um, and you know uh, the new Bone Soldier um, for Bone the Bone Club. Sorry. <laughs> not saw but bone soldier oh. um you know you've got guys like kashida over there guys yeah, like bone sides right oh bone so yeah dude i get the spider-man reference okay, with randy you. savage thank I got you. you i got you okay um but yeah, who he himself is a huge wrestling fan um they have a big potential of breaking some serious ground in the u.s over the next few years so it's like i'm with you if they really do become more of a success over here stateside um, than what they already are now, which they're, you know, they've gotten, they've gotten a lot more notoriety in the last two years than they have, I think, in any from the early. And very easily become number one over here stateside if they get their toes, like you said, deeper into the market. Never talked about New Japan Wrestling. Her now slowly talking about New Japan Wrestling or like checking it out. Right, me because I've grown up watching it as you and I both have uh, for for almost our entire lives, and to see that we're both getting to a point where we're like, damn, this thing that we've loved so much is sucking so bad. <laughs> the only thing that's been really good about WWE is NXT. That's it. That's true. So NXT. That, that, that's something positive we can talk about. <laughs> that is. That's the only positive we can talk about. Man, let's let's go on about that a little bit because I feel like we've had a little too many negative stuff today. I am definitely in love with Ricochet and The Dream. Uh, I love both of them combined. They are a great little uh, feud. I'm telling you now, um, I, I wish I had a vote of confidence that when Velveteen gets to the main roster, he's going to be a star. Um, but just like multiple guys that have been in NXT, we've all said, oh, man, once they make it to the main stage, it's they're going to shine so freaking huge. I don't really see that for Velveteen, unfortunately, because let's look at Finn Balor. Let's look at so many guys I that mean, have been called exactly. up. Exactly. Um, I, I, but I'm with you. I, I'm. I totally was not buying the Velveteen dream. I'm totally invested now. Like, he's great. He's a, he's he's like a he's like a Rick Rude macho man. I love the combination of him. That he's also got a little bit of a Goldust persona with a little the bit of Goldust. He's a more mainstream Goldust persona where he's not all. He's not too much. You, exactly. In this day and age, you need people that are still you know reality based characters, but that still have some character to them. But he's done it on so, and you can oh, see it especially on, on social media. Um, 
the dream, the, the Velveteen Dream, he, he invests so much time into the character, especially on the social media format. He's done, he, he totally just, he plays into the character. Yeah. Um, and Rika has been doing it. Well, not on anything, because you're kind of a slut. I know, right? <laughs> I've I've tried I've tried to hold up hope that for somehow, some way, at least for one show, Neville will come back and we'll get a special attraction match of Ricochet versus Neville. Just because um, I would flip my shit for that, man. Hey. I'm just saying right now, Neville. You cannot tell me that Neville versus Ricochet does not sound like it would be. A, you can cut. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry. The cut. It, we had the thing cut off a little bit. We're having some technical difficulties. Well, yeah, as we were saying, uh, The Dream and uh, Ricochet are one of those highlights of the, uh, definitely of WWE right now. What as, is uh, the last few as, things you want to talk about before my computer crashes? Because I have no idea why my brand new computer is messing up. <laughs> um, you know, I think, that, I think really the only thing that we can close out on is that NXT is the high spot in WWE right now. And that we have great talent there, uh, with especially Aleister Black, the Undisputed Era. Um, you've got so many other guys, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, uh, EC3, Lars Sullivan. You have so many different guys on NXT. Is All I can say is thank God that we do have that product from the WWE banner because that's the only saving grace at this moment that WWE has going for it. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, I have one more thing I want to talk about before I let this go, but I can't remember now. Well, Travis, uh, appreciate everybody coming on board, listening to us as usual, us bantering, us having some problems, but we work through it like any family does. Like and a champ. Like a what? Like champs. Like champs. And we will always continue to watch wrestling, and because we love it. Even if it sucks, we still like it. But it'd be nice if we uh, kind of uh, in- anticipated watching it. Sometimes. Right. When we invest our time in this thing, you can give us something in return, damn it. I know. That's true. <laughs> All right, Travis, lead us out, bruh. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we always appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. Uh, every time we put out a new episode, thank you so much for the support. Please visit some of our sponsors, the newest one being the Wrestling Mark Store, created by Ramsey himself. He's got great products out there, great T-shirts. As a matter of fact, I'm yeah. very much considered getting the Burn It Down one. I like that one a lot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's also got phone cases there, brand new ones for Kevin Owens and Finn Balor, mm-hmm. just released you've been, you've been here. been watching. I, I do. I keep up with you, man. I, I support you. You can also visit the website, rumblingrumors.com, for non-spoilers and your most recent headlining news at all professional wrestling. You can also talk to both me and Ramsey over on Twitter. You can follow Ramsey at WWE Ramsey. Follow me at Travis underscore Falhark. Go and like us over on Facebook. Follow Rumbling Rumors on Twitter. Always use the hashtag Rumbling Reality when you have yeah, anything that has to do with our show. And ladies and gentlemen, we love you. I don't love you. I just want uh, you. I just kind of like you. Uh, yeah, you go. All right, guys. <laughs> everybody have a good one. I'm going to close this out before this damn computer uh, crashes. Peace Happy out. Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. Bye.